Welcome to the forecast. To my right, APA team himself, Alex. How you doing? Hello, everybody. And across from you, G Dub himself, Garrett. How you doing? I'm doing good. This is Marvin the Wednesday Comics forecast for July 24th, 2019. Uh, as always, start with Image Comics, the sender. Number four, Jeff Lemire, Dustin Wynn, The Hunted Galaxy, part four of five. Alex, what do you think so far of Ascender? Uh, amazing. There, enough said. Move on to the next book. If you're not getting this book, you're missing out. If you haven't read Descender, yeah, you're missing out. If you want something good to read, go back and get the last four issues. Catch up on that bad boy and be like, mm-hmm. Alex knows what he's talking about because it is true. Uh, the art is fabulous. The fact that this book is not sci-fi, it's mystical and fantasy and yet it does have a little bit of sci-fi tech in it is exciting uh these are all characters that we have been introduced to before and there are some sad things in the last issue uh read this book you are in for a good ride did we got a war yet got a war no not yet i actually did take some time off to read some books that's why i know some things on this list for the record you heard it here first not caught up on everything like it was last week you can be disappointed and you should uh just asking about god of war because once again Issue two of this one had a moment that reminded me of it, and I want to tell you, but you haven't got there yet. So, Farm Hand number 10, this is Rob Gilroy, end uh, of a story arc season two of Farm Hand draws to a close in game changing fashion. Uh, with Jedi, Gon, Ollie, Ezekiel, and Andrea stand in the way of Mayor Thorne's diabolical design for the farm. Garrett, what do you think of uh, the Farm Hand? Uh, farm Hand is amazing. Uh, you've heard me and Alex say it all the time. It's like, um, more mature version of goosebumps um and there's i mean there's laughs but there's a lot of there's a lot of horror in this book with you know body parts and so issue eight was 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 violent there's a right. lot of there's a lot of fighting even the last issue nine was vi- like this book has picked up from being almost not necessarily family friendly oh it's not at all I but mean... like when I, I was reading chew and this book reads as much fun as chew was and yet there are so many horror-esque things that are just terrifying. Right. So it's crazy. It's already at the end of its second arc. Uh, I just really hope this isn't the end of the series, that it keeps going. Lazarus Risen, number two. Greg Rucka, Michael Lark, Fraction. Fracture, excuse me. Part, uh, Fracture one, part two. Uh, Alex, what do you think of uh, Lazarus Risen? So I've had three months to get caught up on this book. My, I have, I, it's on you the bottom of number one? Nope. Oh, number one was excellent. Was it good? I looked through it. I haven't read it yet. Uh, I'm glad that Lazarus is back, but I almost feel like I'm trying to punish Greg Rucka for it being so long since that book came out. Hey, man. And he doesn't care. Two issues in four months. It's pretty good. On yeah, but when it was supposed right to come now. out last September and it didn't come out until I what? I know, but now March? we get, well, they like did number one in the middle of a quarter and now they're doing number two in the middle of a quarter. So it's not as, technically we're not waiting no, no, but, but I'm just saying that they each. had told us that they're going to change it over, and in September was when it was supposed to come out. Yeah, so I'm trying true. to punish them. I realize again they don't give a shit. Alex, can actually, can you close the window? Throw an audible. Actually, it's hotter now when you open that window. So, <laughs> um, I do like the change in format because at least from issue one, um, you know, you get a lengthier story, um, and then I do love when Greg Rucka puts all his scientific research in there. That's kind of come back into the book instead of all the. Oh, really? Other stuff. Um, that's what Zola needs to do. Is go to, or they are going to go to quarterly, aren't they're they? They're going to every other month. Oh, are they? And maybe yeah. just go to quarterly. Right. Oh, I thought it was going to say quarterly. No? Lazarus? Yeah. It is. No, Lazarus, no, no, saying... sorry. I was talking about Azola. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, also included in here, uh, all this plus artifacts from the firm of Trodman and Howe, another installment of World of Lazarus Tools of War, in an original short fiction by award winning author Adam Christopher. 
Oh, that was another thing. They did a short story at the, at the end of oh, issue really? one, and it was like four pages, all prose. It was pretty excellent. Hmm. Middle West, number nine, Scotty Young, Jorge Corona. Uh, run as he might, Abel's past is catching up to him. He is astounded and relieved, however, when the woodland people he and Fox encounter seem to know his mark. What do we think on this, uh, Garrett, Middle West? Um, so basically, we're getting closer to... Huh? I'm sorry, I'm not caught up on this one, but this cover is spectacular. Yeah, it is great. Um, we're getting closer to Abel's dad finding him. Um, but they, what's interesting about this solicit is at the end of the last issue, his mark that was on his chest. Have you caught up? No. Sorry. A little minor spoiler. But I know he's, mark, I know he's there's something that happens yeah. and his mark grows bigger okay. than what it is on his chest. So instead of just the heart formation, it's starting to get bigger on his chest, meaning like he's it's getting more out. powerful. It's spreading cool. out. Um, and so he runs into some folk that recognize the symbol and they're, it's kind of like the Ewoks in uh, Return of the Jedi. where They believe like the legend of C-3PO is like a god kind of thing. Hmm. So they know more about this mark than Abel does and he's about to learn all about it. And at the meantime, uh, Abel's dad, who's really terrifying, uh, keeps getting closer and closer to catching up to Abel. Marvin, have you caught up on this book at all? Not caught up on it, but have you started it yet? Not yet. Okay. Uh, this is God of War. This is that book for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't believe it. All right. Uh, Skyward number 15. That is Joe Henderson and Antonio Fabella. Lee Garbert. The series finale fixed the world conclusion in the aftermath of war. How does Willa pick up the pieces? How does she deal with this very different status quo? And what the hell does Willa want to do with her life now that her world's completely changed? Alex, you caught up with this? Yes. And this is the last issue. This so I'm I, some bullshit. I actually when I have you caught up on it yet? I'm caught up. Oh, okay. I didn't the, know it was the last one. Oh, issue. I didn't know this was the last one, but the way they talked about it in issue 14, it's like, yep, we're wrapping it up. We're going to, you know, city saved, blah, Maybe blah, I blah, did blah, blah. remember seeing that now you say it. Um, this book was excellent, and I'm going to say great. it was, because now we're going to finally wrap it up. Um, and I say finally, a little hard, I'm a little saddened, because this yeah. book really was good. They could have branched out. Not everything had to be a bad guy. It was just kind of right. be nice to see living the life of what happens when you have no gravity. Well, give it to these guys for creating an awesome original story about just having no gravity in the world. I mean, this proves right here. You can do a independent series two years and be done. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was excellent. The art was great. Story was very enticing and like the character development was huge. And it is sad that this is going because like I've enjoyed it every time it's come mm -hmm. up in the stack. So. so this is one of those ones that when it first came out, I was like, Oh, this is super exciting. Not even knowing what it was about. That art was fabulous. And I think, uh, when it goes into Hoopla or wherever you get your books, if you decide you're going to go out and buy it, uh, it is well worth your time. Oh, it's, a yeah. nice it's a nice contained story. A yep. uh, lot of fun getting used to that world. Weatherman Volume 2, Number 2, uh, Jordi Lahip, Nathan Fox, Moreno Decino. Uh, Alex, did you read an issue one? I haven't read issue one. I'm a little confused. Why is this Volume 2? Because the way Volume 1 ended, I don't think it actually ended. So I'm just wondering every you know the weather, man. You tell me. I know. But I don't you, fucking know. You, know you, what, you can tell me the forecast. It's been baby. a long time since this book had came out. So it's like, I don't we're literally on the forecast. You're the weather man right now. What? Rain. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess there's that. Uh, but it's good, though. Weatherman. It's good. I mean, the, the book is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to hop back into the second volume to see where we're uh, heading next to. 
heading to next? DC Comics. I look at IDW and I saw that Team and T, but I don't think you get that one, right? Based on the new Nickelodeon no, cartoon. Rise of no. Uh, Action Comics ten thirteen. This is Brian Michael Bennis. Uh, Simon Karansky, Habel Campbell, Metropolis is in total lockdown while everyone is busy dealing with the impossible threat of Leviathan's complete takeover. A mysterious anti-hero called Thorn has decided to wreak havoc on the Invisible Empire. Witness the return of Rose and Thorn and the most dangerous women in the DC universe. And if you've never heard of her, it's only because she is that good. All of this plus a major event, Levi- uh, Leviathan uh, Revelation. Um, Revelation. But why wasn't it in the main series? Plus, the Invisible Mafia held a death grip on the Metropolis Underworld until Lex Luthor visits their criminal competition. Al, I mean, Garrett, what do we think? Um, first off, that Frank Quietly variant cover, awesome. Um, but for this story... Um, you know, we all read issue one of Event Leviathan. We weren't fans of it. Yes, I did get issue two. I haven't read it yet. Um, I've thought Action Comics, since Bendis has started this book, has been great. Um, I feel like this issue can still be great. Um, it's just the rose and thorn kind of gets to me a little bit because it's basically a Jekyll and Hyde female version. Um, or uh, what's the girl from Dragon Ball Z? I can't think of her name. The one that, like, she turns evil and then she turns really nice. 18. No. Android 18? Yeah, no. What are you talking about? In Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. Um, Balma? No. <laughs> She's just always angry. No. Um, uh, but we'll see. We'll Chi-chi. see how it goes. Huh? Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi? I have no yeah. idea. Uh, likes to hang out with Master Turtle or whatever his name is. Kame? Kame House? Yeah. Nope. I, still, don't, I still don't know who it is, but... Um, Vegeta. Uh, no, that's a man. Nope. <laughs> that's a dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping this mystery event Leviathan kind of grows and gets better because right now it's just kind of like, eh. Alex Malivart is not good enough to make me want to get Leviathan event. Right. Isn't you're not in that book? I know. Oh, you mean the main main, main thing in general. Uh, You guys still get Batgirl? Yeah. Batgirl 37. Oh, really? Cecil, Catalucci, Cottermine, D.G. Domenico, Giuseppe Camicoli. A lot of Italians in this book. So we got course, it. Batgirl number thirty-seven. Outs. What do we think? You know the only thing that I. So if you listen to something later in this uh, our show that we put out, Gauntlet Wise, uh, I am incorrect. I didn't realize that this offer shit is taking over every book, at least in that one issue. So it has nothing to do with what I thought it was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and that makes me mad. Anyway, Killer Moth is apparently going to show up. That's kind of exciting. I've never actually seen a good Killer Moth in a book. Uh, last time I saw him was in Arkham Asylum, and he was dead on the wall. So. So who knows? This could be good. Was he in Batman? He was. He was in um, last week. Was he in that book? I don't think he was in this. I thought he's in one panel. I saw him. Oh really? Oh yeah, he's sitting there smoking with. Yeah, he sat down the. Yeah, they were stuff on fire. That's right. It's good. I just I the offer things, all these event things, bug the shit out of me. I'm not. I'm. I'm an event escapist. You know, uh, the covers by Camicoli. And every time I see his name, I just remember that fucking Max Landis book. And I, can't, <laughs> I just can't. What's the book called? The Valley? No, the miniseries where the guys fought the dragon, but the dragon was fake. Oh, it's the, the dinosaur. Uh, something in the no, fire. it was the Valley. It wasn't, it called, wasn't the the called the Valley. Or, 
Green Valley. Green, Green Valley. Valley. So Green fuck Valley. you. At least I had most of the right word. <laughs> Batman Curse of the uh, speaking of cursing. Batman Curse of the White Knight number one of eight. Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. There's two of them. What? In an explosive sequel to the critically acclaimed blockbuster Batman White Knight from writer artist Sean Murphy, the Joker recruits Azrael to help him expose a shocking secret from the Wayne family's legacy and to run Gotham City into the ground. As Batman rushes to protect the city and his loved ones from danger, the mystery of his, the mystery of his uh, ancestry unravels, dealing a devastating blow to the Dark Knight. Exciting new villains and unexpected allies will clash in this unforgettable chapter of the White Knight saga and the truth about the blood they shed will shake Gotham to its core. What do you think here, Garrett? Uh, so excited. I loved Volume 1. I think we all loved Volume 1. Um, volume 2 is going to be interesting because where Volume 1 was kind of seeing Batman more as a villain and Joker as the hero, this is going to kind of see Batman back on that hero side of the coin. Uh, I'm not saying that he's not going to be any less brutal than he was in Volume 1. Um, but it seems like Joker is going to be kind of his like Hannibal Lecter in this book to help him take on Asriel of some sort. Hmm. Um I don't know that for sure, but I mean, Sean Murphy's art is so beautiful and so detailed that I can't wait to just see all of this visually. And I really do like how his interpretation of this universe, I mean, with his Barbara and Dick Grayson, we'll actually have a Dick Grayson. So it's, it'll be fresh not to have Rick around. Although to be fair, I would almost be super pissed if there was a Rick Grayson, if he shows if up. there's Rick Grayson in this, I am going to be mad. But I don't think Sean Murphy. No, I don't think Sean Murphy's probably like, that's fucking stupid. It's a separate universe, baby. Exactly. Well, so, I mean, it's a separate universe. I'm just saying, what if he makes a nostalgic? You won't do it. It's not nostalgia to have Rick in there. Rick just got created. Like um, seven episodes ago. But, yeah, last volume, there was a lot of cool callbacks to the entire uni- uh, Batman history, like different iterations. So I'm excited to see more of that. Um, I do think this Batman is probably your more hulking out Batman. So like your more beastly Batman out of all the Batmans that I could think of. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens. He doesn't kill people in this one, does he? In this universe? No, but he uh, brutally beats him up. Yeah. But he like puts him in the hospital. Yeah. And they're like vegetables. That's, that's not killing him. No, that's fine. He they're ta- still on machines. He told Spectre no killing, but we can beat the living shit out of him. Um, now the question is whether or not, because the last series, remember, I, I waited until it was over and then I read like mm-hmm. most, I, besides like the first two issues. Do I do the same thing with this one or I read as it goes? Uh, at I'm least, at least read go. issue one because I have a feeling it could be on the list. Eh, who knows? There's no way to tell. Detective Comics 1008. Uh, Peter Jabasi, Doug Mankey, and Jaime Mendoza. The Joker returns to Gotham City. Uh, Alex, what do we think of the uh, detective? We're getting Mankey on art. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we've had him, at least on this set of Detective Comics since 1000 started. Uh, I'm super excited to see Joker in Detective Comics. Is it going to be a book where we actually get to see him detect things? Or is the Joker going to run amok and we already know it's Joker and there's no time to figure it out? Um, what, what kind I bet of it's going to be Batman chasing down the Joker based on what Joker does. Um, but I am excited for this and saying that, like, yes, in Batman, we're going down a path that you can see a mile away. Mm-hmm. And this one's fresh because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, obviously, the Joker is going to have some kind of turmoil for Batman. But this is Batman on his game doing what he does best. If it's, if it's anything like Gotham Central 
that Joker stuff where it's mm-hmm. snipers and it's it's Joker's made something happen. He had this big plan and Batman's got to stop it. Okay, I'm cool with that. Right. If it's like with a vengeance, Die Hard with a vengeance, deal. I'm excited. If it's a straightforward, I found the Joker and I'm just going to beat the shit out of him. Well, let's hear this first part. The Joker it. returns to Gotham City. The Joker is through working with the Legion of Doom and he wants to go back to his roots, giving Batman absolute hell. Oh, good. So he's going to give him a challenge. I like that. This right. should be very, very good. Yeah, I'm excited. There we go. Flash number 75, uh, Year of the Villain, Joshua Williamson, Christian Deuce, uh, Scott Collins, Howard Porter, uh, the year one finale. This oversized anniversary issue marks the end of Barry Allen's journey to become the Flash, but at what cost? The Turtles' final play will challenge our hero in every way possible, and by the end of the battle, a Flash will be born, and a Flash will die. Also in this issue, witness Lex Luthor offered a Captain Cold those icy vengeances. Vengeance? Sure. Waits. It's. I'm not it's reading. I'm not looking at. It, so I'm not whose sure. icy vengeance? Oh, there we go. Whose icy vengeance waits for the Flash just around the corner? What do you think, uh, Garrett, of the Flash? I've loved this year one storyline. Um, I'm excited to read the end. I mean, it's been pretty cool having every month having Howard Porter on that book. Uh, such a talented artist. Uh, the story does bring back my fandom to Flash because before that, you know, they were doing the hunt for all the forces, and that was getting really boring. So I hope that. Uh, this kind of sets a new status quo on how great this book can be going forward. But uh, excited that's an oversized conclusion and excited to see uh, Flash run off into the sunset. <gasps> He's a Western boy. Like Martian Manhunter number uh, 7 of 12, Steve Orlando, Riley Rosmo. Alex, what do you think of the uh, Martian Manhunter? You see this cover? The I've seen this cover. I'm actually kind of disgusted in how this book looks. Uh, of course, I'm getting this one. I will admit I am at least three issues behind. Uh, I'm almost at that point. I'm just going to wait and pull a Marvin, binge read the whole damn thing, and tell you at the end that it was either great due to that Riley Rossmo art or the whole shebang was spectacular and El Dente. That's right. Italiano. Um, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing because remember, if anybody remembers this podcast, I never knew the second one came out and it was, we were on like the fourth issue and I was like, is that book still coming out? You guys say, yeah, it's been coming out. I'm like, okay. And I guess I never picked it up. <laughs> so I got to catch up on that thing too. Uh, here we go. Wonder Woman number 75. It's G. Willow Wilson and uh, Jesus Moreno. Uh, Alex, you getting this right? Uh, yes. The Battle for Themyscira. Amazon's attack exercise anniversary issue. A lot of anniversaries. Mm-hmm. We're at 75 for a lot of these books. Makes sense. They all start at the same time. Quarter of a century right there. What do you think of uh, Wonder Woman? Uh, it's been excellent. Since Wilson has been on this book, uh, it's hard to put it down. The art is always good. Whether it's it's never the sa- always it's not always the same artist, but she's telling a consistent story. Uh, if you, I, I'm one of those people, I want to see the Pantheon. I want to see all these people that have made Themyscira, Themyscira what it is. Uh, it would be nice to get back into the main story. The last issue was part of the main, but yet it gave a side flashback to stuff. Uh, but, you know, as you can see here, the year of the villain, the offer is going to be a part of it. So I'm sure we're going to be seeing the cheetah, which is uh, on the other cover there, your main one. No one wants to see that. We want to see her get her ass kicked like usual. Bring it. Marvel Comics, Amazing Spider-Man number 26, Nick Spencer, Kev Walker, Ryan Otley on the cover. Boomerang's influence is finally felt, and Spider-Man joins the superior foes. Wait, it's not possible, is it? 
is it? What do we think of uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Are you sorry in this? Yeah, I am. I haven't read 24 or 25. Um, so I've read 24. I haven't read 25. I haven't so I'm guessing whatever happens in 25 must be not that big because Spider-Man is just hanging out with villains or maybe something maybe that happens so, in I that. say maybe it's so bad. Yeah, maybe it is. But I'm excited because, you know, Superior Foes of Spider-Man was a very successful book. A lot of people loved it. I didn't actually read it, but I've heard it's incredible and really funny. So it'll be cool to see Spider-Man chill with that group. I've read, I've read parts of it. It was very good. Um, Did Nick Spencer write that yeah, series? Yeah, Nick Spencer okay, wrote that. It. So it'd be... Uh, a shoe informed to have put him in this book. Yeah, that's why Boomerang's always in this this title. Gosh, but Shocker's in it. Shocker! Uh, here we go. Fearless number one. The fiercest ladies of the Marvel universe unites on and off the page. Straight from her silver screen debut, Captain Marvel takes the world by storm. And speaking of the weather storm of the X Men, faces a problem only a goddess could solve. Add the Invisible Woman, and you got an unstoppable trio. In a story by Hugo-nominated novelist and Spider-Gwen ghost spider writer uh, Shannon McGuire, then Leah Williams takes us back to the golden days of romance with Millie the model and get your dose of her story with profiles and classic and contemporary creators. Uh, there you go. Leah Will- uh, Williams, I follow on Twitter. She's pretty funny. So there we go. Uh, Guardians of Galaxy number uh, 7, Donny Cates, Corey Smith, David Marquez on the cover. Faithless Part 1, The Death of Rocket, begins here in the aftermath of Final Gauntlet. The Guardians of the Galaxy are taking some well-deserved R&R, but their vacation is about to cut short when a familiar but radically powerful enemy returns. And what does all this have to do about the whereabouts of a certain raccoon, Alex? What do you think? I am excited to see what's going on with Rocket, whether or not this is his death, he's already dead, or what's going to be going on. If he got euthanized, that's unfortunate, or got hit by a truck. Uh, that's a roadkill joke. Anyway, I uh, I don't know how much I can trust this book, though. After we'd seen issue six and the Guardians had put down fake Thanos so quickly and the whole Black Order that I'm... Issue seven has the possibility of being very good and a good start for someone to jump on with. But I'm also kind of like... Donny Cates is six-year magic number for what a book could be for you to tell a story and then move on to something else. So we're going to see. As we already knew, one through six was supposed to be the here's your book to tell. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see can you stick the landing and start a new routine? Or are we going to have another Venom where you're going to get into that second arc and be like, yeah, I don't give a shit anymore what you're writing. Right. We'll see. Yep, you heard it here first. Uh, history, Marvel Universe number one of six, Mark Wade, Javier Rodriguez, Steve McNiven. All new story by legendary creator Mark Wade. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Marvel Universe in one lavishly illustrated series. From the Big Bang to the Twilight of Existence, history of the Marvel Universe chronicles completely for the first time ever. Everything that was or will be lushly illustrated text tells the complete story of the Marvel Universe, revealing previously unknown secrets and serving as the ultimate reference book for Marvel fans. Witness the greatest tale ever told and be prepared for some shocking revelations. I guarantee you I know what that book's going to be about. It's about retconning and setting things straight, and this is how we're going to do stuff now. So we'll see. Uh, House of X, number one of six. Uh, Jonathan Hickman, Pepe Larez. Uh, Face the Future, superstar writer Jonathan Hickman takes the reins of the X-Men universe. Since the release of Uncanny X-Men, number one, there have been four uh, seminal moments in the history of X-Men. Giant-sized X-Men, X-Men Age of Apocalypse, and New X-Men. 
four iconic series that introduced a new era from Marvel's mutants and revolutionized the X-Men. In House of X, Charles Xavier reveals his master plan for mutant kind, one that will bring humans out of the shadow of mankind and into the light once more, uh, boys. Get ready for Jonathan Hickman uh, taking over the X-Men. On the cover, we have Cyclops, Wolverine, Jean Grey, uh, Magneto, and Charles Xavier when he wearing, wearing the maker's uh, outfit, it looks like. Um, there we go. House of X. We're all getting it, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Getting it. And I think Hickman has the possibility of making the X-Men a, a home name that everyone knows and loves like he did for Avengers. But And I obviously knowing that Marvel's paying the bill him to write this book this bad boy is gonna be coming out all the time it's gonna be great uh but i am gonna make one shout out get back to your image stuff douche nozzle douche nozzle alex good things take time wait black money murders so long where's frontier yeah, black money murders you have like a couple issues left <laughs> like finish it marvel's epilogue number one uh Kurt Busiek, alex ross an all-new standalone epilogue to the classic Marvels graphic novel written by Kurt Busiek and fully painted by Alex Ross. A Marvel's look at the all-new, all-different X-Men of the 1970s. In this seven, excuse me, 16-page story, Alex and Kurt bring Marvel's world to a brilliant, realistic life one last time as the now-retired Phil Sheldon and his daughters in Manhattan go to see the Christmas lights find themselves in the middle of a clash between the outsider heroes and the deadly Sentinels giving them close-up perspective on the mutant experience, also featuring behind-the-scenes behind look at the making of this special story and other bonus features, which is a nice time because we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, 25th anniversary, I believe, or 20th. Who knows? Who knows? There's no way to tell. Swordmaster number one, this is Greg Pak, uh, Shizintsu, and Chris Anka, uh, Genji. Uh, Mighty Marvel Martial Arts Double Trouble all new ongoing series. So if you're looking for a new book, it looks like it's uh, heavily uh, anime uh, influenced. And so Greg Pak, as uh, Garrett attest, had a good book in that. Was it a robot book? Uh, I can't think of it. It's called... Uh, Mech You. Yep, Mech Cadet You. Here we go. Valkyrie Jane Foster, number one. Jason Aaron Al Ewing, Kafu, and uh, Muhammad Azar. Uh, Jane Oster, Jane Oster, Jane Foster stars in an on, new, all new, uh, excuse me, all it says it says new twice. It's fucking me up. <laughs> in an all new, new ongoing series, a uh, new hero emerges straight from the pages of the War of the Realms. For a year, she knew her. You knew her as Doctor Jane Foster, one of Thor's moral steadfast companions. Then you knew her as Thor, the goddess of thunder, who took up the mantle when no other hero, god or human was worthy and now jane takes on the new world of valkyrie guide and fairy woman to the dead but her days of punching are far from over world realms uh master architect jason aaron and superstar al ewing join forces with the rising star artist uh kafu for a book that everybody will be talking about uh what do you think alex valkyrie the only reason that i'm thinking about getting this book is because Al Ewing's on it. Not because Jason Aaron's on it. And I think the art doesn't look that good. Because Al Ewing, he does Hulk, right? Yeah. Okay. It could be, like, there's one of those things. It could be good. And I think Jane Foster is a, is a good character to have. Uh, but I'm still a little pissed at the one where she's supposed to go to Valhalla and she never does. She went to Valhalla. She stood outside she the, the door. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, yo, you don't need to go. You're still alive. We brought your body don't back. Don't you two weeks ago? We went to the gates. What? Two out. weeks ago? They haven't let me out yet. But her whole thing was like, 
don't save me. Don't save me. Then she's like, fuck it. Do it. Save me, bro. <laughs> Use your magic. Hey, sometimes you just got to. I didn't tell you to, but you did it. Okay. And now she got, and now she has a new job. Like there's, what, what, what can't this woman do? It's just like she when I offered to buy you lives. lunch, you refused twice. The third time you say, okay. Damn, I'm doing it. <laughs> Let's have lunch. <laughs> Let's eat it. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 41, Ryan Pettit, Danielle DiNaluco, Ha, Jamal Campbell. Necessary Evil, the Power Rangers comic book event of 2019 continues here. You think you know everything about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but this issue answers one of the biggest questions in franchise history with uh, revelations that will shake the team to its core. The White Ranger may be their new leader, but who is the new enemy of the Power Rangers? Uh, It's Lord Zed. Boom. Spoiled. What do we think, uh, Garrett? (laughs) If you haven't seen the Uh, TV show. Sort of, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I thought issue 40 was great. Uh, Go Go Power Rangers is also great. Two different time zones going on. Um, you didn't like 40 that much. No, like I, I, I like parts. I like parts of 40, but my only problem is that I don't care for Adam, Rocky, and Aisha. Yes, I get and, it. I mean, they. I don't know. It's just one of those things where, I, and I understand, like it's, and maybe this next issue really will bring me in. I actually more excited to see the new bad guy that Zed brought in that had to be brought in on a box or in a yeah. box. He's exciting because he is brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just the problem. It's like okay, and and the nice thing is that Trini, Zach, and Jason are still well, in they're, it. They're that's still in awesome. it, and they're doing something else. So there's things that that was the saving grace for this mm-hmm. issue because of all it was going to be is that Adam, Rocky, and Aisha are incompetent on this team. And I get they're new. Right. They haven't kicked as much ass as everybody else, but and they made White Ranger stupid powerful. Yeah, he's he's very much OP. Saba, let's kill shit. Okay. <laughs> what did you think about it? Zordon created the coin and like gave him all this power. So he said, "Let there be a god amongst Power Rangers, and that is you, mm-hmm. Tommy Oliver." <laughs> but yeah, excited to see how where the story goes, and yeah. Let's get some more Lord Zed in there. I, I, maybe that's my thing is that in, in Gogo, they did spend a lot of time with Rita. And they mm-hmm. made her a full flesh character. She's not in Mighty Morphin yet. I'm sure she will show back, back up. Oh, yeah. Um, but I need, I need to see a little bit more bad guy and a little less how great are we Rangers other than the three who are subbing in for the other three who will hopefully come back and be like, hey, White Ranger, you're a god. So are we. We're the four <laughs> horsemen of Rangers. First off, you're both fucking wrong. It's going to be Ivan News. Holy oh, shit. Oh, God, dude, that'd be great, actually. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. That would be legitimately great. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to, they'd be skipping the whole uh, Thunder Rangers to go into the Ninja Rangers. Yeah, skip it. <laughs> Do it. White Rangers just got created. Fuck the White Tiger. We're bringing in the Falcon. Uh, Alex, what do you think looks to be your pick this week? I think I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say House of X number one. I think I'm excited to see Jonathan Hickman's take on the X-Men. I didn't do the Avengers when they first came out, and then I spent more money than I needed to getting all the issues. That This is one of those ones that if if his name is on the book, I will get it. And I'm excited to see, uh, is Wolverine a badass, or is he a wuss? Well, it'd be nice just to have Wolverine in a book normally. Who's competent. Yeah. Garrett, what do you think? Uh, Definitely Batman, Curse the White Knight, number one. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a while. Um, I think it's going to be probably one of the best books coming out in the next eight months. One thing I chose House of X, knowing that you were going to pick Batman, just to see what book Marvin could pick after that. I think I'm going to go with House of X number one by Jonathan Hickman. Uh, can't think of it. Lazarus probably. Yeah, Lazarus. Did you read issue one of the? It's been so long ago, I don't remember. But uh-huh. I have to reread that pitch. So, 
I'm going to reread that bitch. We'll see. Alex, what do you think? What's the uh, weather looking like? You know what? Not not, not a bad day today. No. But uh, this humidity is uh, making these storms uh, pretty violent. Uh, we had a tornado was... warning. was not too far away from my place of work. I was stuck there a fucking hour, baby. Were you really? Yeah. Kissing my ass goodbye. <laughs> and um, What? I'm impressed you could bed in that far. <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, five miles from my work. And uh, this tornado. Um, and then uh, yesterday... Was it yesterday or the day before that? A lot of wind. I saw a fucking tree on, uh, what do you call it? On growth. Uh, growth. <laughs> Uprooted. Uprooted. There we go. Ungrowthed. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this fucking thing was Makes destroyed. my villain ungrowth. <laughs> I meant ungrounded. Is that a word? <laughs> yes, but ungrowthed is not. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think about this weather? Uh, you know, it's fucked up. There you go. Here first, it's going to be, you know, it should actually be. A, You're better than all weather. Man. This week is not that bad, Alex. 78, <laughs> no, say, 80, 82. This is perfect. That's perfect temperature, I think. Like, say, I think last week, last was, week was stupid hot. Was ball sticking to both thighs hot, dude. I, <laughs> they mean, were getting was, split up just I saw part thing. of the Arctic yeah. was on fire because it was so hot. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that is a true story. Look it really? up. Google it. Oh, wow. I can believe it. It's fucking muggy. The Arctic was on fire? Yeah, part of it. There's a forest. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In my brain, I, th- I heard Antarctica. I thought, what the Not fuck? I'm fired. The Arctic there. north of us. Baby. Yes, yes. Where the polar bears are. Where the Canadians live. <laughs> what do we think, uh, Garrett, about them roads? So a couple buckling out there, huh? Yeah. I 229, yeah. and then yeah, over got here. So, uh, right hot. over here by this uh, frying pan. Yeah. Fucking buckled. I'm yeah. over it. Got too hot. Uh, things are expanding because of the heat. It's, uh, all the potholes that have not been filled in are creating air pockets for heat to expand. So that's why the roads are buckling. Um, that is wow. I read, I read that on the news. Oh, okay, you so, should have just I'm taken not credit a for because I thought, I know, but it makes sense why they buckle together. Your um, geology degree is paying off. Hey man, I took one class senior year. Um, Rocks, but yes, there's more potholes. Roads are breaking, but this is a great week of comics. I think there's a lot of gems coming out that you definitely want to rush to your comic shop or get that uh, cart ready online because Batman Curse the White Knight. I am interested in Valkyrie number one. I think that'll be really good. Uh, we got some Lazarus, we got Farmhand. Uh, is, Val- is Valkyrie ongoing or just the six issue run? Ongoing. It's ongoing. Hmm. That could be decent. And I hope that it's Al Ewing writing and then Jason Aaron just kind of leaves. Or he does the story. They could both work on a story and Al could be doing the actual like words the and script. Stuff. Or, script so. Yeah. Um, Actually, this is probably one of the better weeks I've seen for books. Yeah, at least. I think this is going to be I think, a little bit. Yeah. I think our show this week will be great because we're going to have a lot of great books to read well usually i make the list and i just go this is what we're gonna read because this is what i'm getting this week i'm literally getting good stuff mm-hmm. and if you guys don't like the list tell me because i want only good shit on the show i want yeah. this show Alex like, goes down the list he's like shit 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 good so Garrett, shit. if i'm going on the road to the comic shop and i see this buckling road ramp and, up that uh, hill. it has a hole uh, in it, increase your speed by five miles per hour but how do i get the lift so i can jump over it <clears throat> the lift yeah, how do I get transfer that? all that power to the back wheels and then just go? Oh, you say if you headbutt the ceiling of your car, you might have a shot. If I put a brick on the gas pedal and then I get on a car and jump on the trunk at the last second, does it lift the front up? <laughs> no, <laughs> I just fucking fall off the back. Yeah. Uh, one, I would pay money to watch you jump out of the car to get back on the back. Yeah, you'll be uh, you'll be a scrambled egg. For what are you sure. fucking talking about, boy? I can do that. That's easy, baby. It's like when you play Grand Theft Auto and you jump out of a car and get hit by a car. You guys ever seen the movie IP Man? Ip Man? That's me. I've seen the me. first one. Yeah, it's based on my life story. Hmm. So. Yeah, you'll be real life uh, Humpty Dumpty, man. You ever seen uh, Jackie Chan, First Strike? Mm-mm. I taught him. So. 
Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to The Forecast. Once again, Anchor.fm, Anchor, the app, if you want to listen to the show. Uh, it is an Apple podcast and Stitcher Radio, but the other two uh, still working out, maybe. Um, you know, until next time, those comics are going to be out there. It's a matter of you finding them and digging them, digging through them for gold. Uh, and the and you mean ungrounding them, ungrounding them, ungrounding them. them for gold, baby. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, keep reading those books.